Charlotte Sports Live. Well, it was a great day for Panther Nation. Thousands of fans packing Gibbs Stadium earlier today for Back Together Saturday. It was the first chance for fans to see Bryce Young slinging around the field in a game-like setting and not in a practice setting. And the Panthers were the only ones back together. Mike and I are back together tonight, and we welcome you to Charlotte Sports Live. It's felt like it's been a minute. In just a moment, we hear our post-practice exclusive interview with Frank Reich for Scott Fitterer, who sat down with us during the day's events. Well, let's show you what happened in the field first. Fans, of course, excited to see Bryce Young in-game action. It's about as close as it's going to get until the preseason starts. Some players they went through some individual drills, team drills, 7v7, finally 11 on 11. They finished off with a team sprint. Frank Reich, he liked what he saw out there, but admitted there's plenty to improve on. He joined Carly Gephardt for an exclusive interview after the practice. How special was that for you, for them to get that first look of you and the Panthers this year? It's a big deal. Just walking out here with the players, we all felt the energy, you know, and that's what we're saying. Hey, you walk into a stadium and there's, and it's full, uh, it feels good. They, they did a great job today. And the sun, it stayed in the clouds. I was stayed telling some of the players who prayed for this. This is amazing. I think the fans, they right? I, you know, we want the sun for the players, but the <laughs> fan for the, so the fans won out today. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, the offense has been really exciting. We heard some oohs and ahs from the fans, and, and of course, they're all about Bryce Young. How do you assess his performance today? Well, I think, like you said, I think it's about the, you know, it's about the overall execution of the team. And there's been some good oohs and ahs on both, on all, both sides of the ball. Uh, Shaq had an unbelievable interception today. You know, Bryce made a bunch of good throws. You know, the, I mean, it's, the ball's getting spread around. Guys are making plays. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. I know this offseason you said that you really kind of wanted to establish a, a wide receiver too, right? Have you seen any of those guys kind of step up into that role? Love the room. You know, I, I, they work hard. We're making plays out here. I think they have good chemistry with our quarterbacks. You know, we're building. You know, we're in that building phase. And, you know, building, understanding the scheme, what we're doing, where we're going, building our confidence. But I like the track that we're on. You take the good with the bad. You got tomorrow off, and then you start week two down here in Spartanburg. What's the one thing that you're really focusing on with the players starting next week? Well, you know, we basically just said, hey, we had that first block, and, and it was good. You know, we, we, we got done what we needed to get done. But at the same time, there were too many mistakes that were made. You know, those kind of – and there's mistakes that were made that would cost you games. So – but the effort, the focus, the intensity is good, so let's clean up those mistakes. Mentally, let's get that wire down, keep the effort and the intensity high, and I think we'll be on the right track. All right, Coach, we'll see you Monday. Thanks. Thank All right, Grace, overall, a lot of optimism both on the field and, of course, in the stands too, right? Well, yeah, you could see it behind them. I mean, pack stands, you just want to look at the numbers. I think the official numbers was last season, I think they pulled – 10,000, a little over 10,000, and we saw that increase by like 5,000 fans. So that tells you something that they're that fans are excited and they're excited enough to make the trek down to Spartanburg and spend their Saturday watching them. But we also we got, we saw this was a fun practice for fans because we saw we saw a little heat. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, C.J. Saunders got hit at one point during an 11 on 11. They're not wearing pads, so some of his offensive linemen yeah. took exception to that. It wasn't like there was a big WrestleMania type fight, guys punching, but just some pushing and shoving. I was interested to see what Frank Reich had to say about that. And you know, some coaches would be like, "Yeah, I like that fire." You, you sort of heard it right there. He alluded to it. Mental mistakes. Didn't didn't want to see that pushing and shoving because he knows that those are penalties. That happens after the fact. On a regular game, flag goes up. He 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 was not a fan of that. So I think he wants his guys. He liked the fire, but doesn't want to see them lose focus. Well, yeah, and that was a that was a talking point about Bryce Young too. A lot of the 
the chatter was that it wasn't his best practice, that he threw a couple of those mental mistakes. But you have to feel like, yes, we were in camp, and yes, you want to see that get cleaned up, but that is what camp is for, right? And you kind of you want to get that out now so that when you are in that moment, you can correct it in game and not have that. Like, make the mistakes now, don't you agree? You said it best. That's why you do it in Spartanburg. All right, well, Bryce Young was the featured attraction today. And as you heard from Frank Reich earlier, he showed flashes of brilliance, but did make those rookie mistakes here and there. Before practice began, QB1 joined Taylor Zarzar and Steve Smith Sr. on the CSL set. Here's their conversation. Welcome back to football in Spartanburg. You know this guy, Agent 89, Steve Smith. I'm Taylor Zarzer, and you know that guy, too. The first pick in the draft, Bryce Young, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Bryce, it's your first week in professional football at training camp. How has it gone, my friend? Yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, this is a great experience to be out here. Um, you know, just an opportunity, to, you know, to get away from everything and focus on ball, come together with, with the guys. Um, you know, we're, we're all in the same place, on the same campus. Um, you know, so being able to just, you know, we're eating, we're, we're going to, to team meetings. Um, you know, it's a lot of ball, but also just a lot of, a lot of bonding us coming together. So it's been great. You had the opportunity to be here in Spartanburg. However, you had the chance in Los Angeles with Jonathan Mingo and possibly some of the other wide receivers in offseason to build up that chemistry. What was that like for you, and why did you think that was so important to, to get a head start? Yeah, um, you know, it was great, and it was really a sentiment that we all shared, um, you know, as a unit. You know, we just wanted to do everything we can to come back sharp, um, you know, you get a couple of weeks off and, you know, obviously, you know, you take a little time and, you know, you're still working out the whole time. But, you know, you need a little time away from the everyday routine of, of you know, now camp and then being with the team. But um, we didn't want to just, you know, let everything dissipate. And, you know, we had built a lot throughout, you know, OTAs and, you know, mandatory minicamp. And we didn't want to lose that. We want to make sure we kept stacking, kept building. And, you know, it was a little time apart, but we want to make sure that we were all able to come together, um, you know, stay on the same page, go over some stuff on our own, um, you know, just so we're, we're taking that ownership and then, you know, take that momentum and bring it to you. Many would argue that the highest profile position in all of college football is being the quarterback at Alabama. What is the transition like coming from that to being the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers? Yeah, um, you know, for me, uh, really, I just try to focus on what I can control, um, you know, being where my feet are and, you know, listening to the people around me, my coaches, uh, you know, my, my fellow teammates and, you know, doing whatever it is to help the team, um, you know, whatever um, you know, external factors there are, you know, whatever the position is, you know, I, I understand it. I don't run away from it. I embrace it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, that's stuff that's out of my control. Um, you know, the circumstances, what, you know, whatever comes with it, um, you know, I'm grateful for what it is, for embrace for what it is. But again, I, I put my focus on what I can't control. And that's taking the day by day uh, approach, um, you know, day in and day out. You know, we talked about it, um, you know, starting 0 0 and then, you know, trying to be 1 0 at the end of each day. Um, and, you know, Really, that's where all my energy goes towards. You have the ability to play starting quarterback for the uh, Alabama Tide, Crimson Tide, and then now you're the first overall pick for the Carolina Panthers. And everybody wants to know about football, football. What do you do just to calm the storm, to enjoy the journey that you're on right now after doing nine million things leading up to today? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you get – you know, you know, you get so engulfed in, in camp life and day to day in the football part, like you said. Uh, and you know, I, I honestly, I need to do a better job sometimes. Like I'm, I'm still a work in progress, but I try my best to take a step back and, and just have some perspective. Um, I'm, I'm extremely blessed to be where I'm at. Um, you know, there, there's things that've gone on. Just the position I'm in right now. Um, you know, it's, it's a gift from God. And you know, when you're, you're, you're stuck in it, and you know, you're on the day to day grind. Uh, 
you know, that, you know, it, it's great and it gets you better, but sometimes you lose sight of that. So, um, you know, I, I talk to my family a lot, um, you know, try to pray a lot about it and just to, to have perspective and to make sure that I take things just as seriously, put the same amount of dedication and effort into football, into the day-to-day process, but at the same time be grateful uh, for what I have. And, you know, that that's a day-to-day thing. I'm, I'm still trying to improve in that, and, you know, it's not always the easiest, um, but, you know, also on top of that, I'm, I'm, I love what I do, and, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm here at work or doing this grueling, you know, this, this grueling job that I hate every morning. Um, you know, it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a combination of those things. Before we let you go, what's the most important thing to you before real football begins in September? Yeah, you know, I think it's just, just consistency, um, you know, for myself, consistency from the unit, from the team. Um, you know, we've talked about it. Um, you know, again, a big theme for us is, is just, you know, starting every day, oh, no, I'm hitting the refresh, good or bad. I'm then trying to be one and all the next day. So, um, you know, I think it's just being, being consistent on that. You know, we're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. And that, that talks for individuals. That talks as a unit as, and as a team. And, you know, trying to be consistent in putting that, that aside, whether it's a good or bad, learning from it, moving on, um, and then continuing to grow and, and trying to have that continued growth. Um, you know, it's, it's never straight. There's going to be ups and downs. But just making sure we're consistent and turning in the right direction. If I ever grow up, Steve, I hope I'm as level-headed as this guy is. I, and when I grow up, I'm gonna, I want to be a wide receiver that can catch a pass. <laughs> I know you do. 89 wants to catch some passes from Bryce Young. You may see him out there doing that at some point in the next couple of weeks. Bryce, continued success. It's going to be fun to watch you, my friend. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. All right, thank you, fellas. The energy, the excitement, it is starting to build. It is training camp. Football is almost here, and we are going to keep that energy and excitement going with more from Back Together Saturday. I'm excited about that. We are your home of the black and blue, so we get all the best interviews, and we got another from the mastermind behind it all, talking about Panthers GM Scott Fitter. That is coming up after the break. How about it? Fans getting their first taste of real football today at Gibbs Stadium. A lot of likable guys on this team, tell you that. And there's one man that's responsible for getting them all to Carolina. Talking about the GM of the Panthers, Scott Fitter, joined CSL earlier today. Alongside Gabe and Al Wallace, a 10 year vet, here he is. Mr. Wonderful, according to Carl. <laughs> Scott Fitter, team's general manager. A ton of changes this year. Let's jump right into this. Federal law says I have to ask about Bryce Young. Sure. What have you seen from him in the first couple of days that says we did it and we got it right? You know what? He's just been so poised, so accurate in his passes. The You see the processing that we've talked about leading up to the draft. We see it out here. And, you know, sometimes NFL defenses can be a little bit more complex. He seems to be, you know, adjusting well, and uh, coaches just can't say enough about him. And a lot of guys have come in and really just been able to grasp, you know, the culture here. Just what does that speak to what Coach Reich has built so early on in his tenure? Because a lot of these guys are, they say there's a different vibe around camp right now. It is, and it starts with Coach Reich and the staff that he put together and their expectations. And he's been very clear about that. Um, you know, our leadership on our team has been great. You know, Shaq, Brian Burns, uh, the whole crew in general, they're holding that locker room accountable. So not it's not just the players, but it's also – you know, the leaders and then the guys that we're bringing in, we're bringing in good people, you know, team oriented people. And uh, I think we have something special going. Well, Scott, I've been a pretty good manager on Madden, general manager. <laughs> uh, how does it feel when you come out here, you've drafted these guys, you've scouted them for so long and you see them finally put on the Panthers colors and go out and start to come together? You know, th- there's a lot of hope right now. We will see the guys out here. We're excited about what we've seen so far, but they need to keep developing and uh, we need to do it on game day. But what I've seen so far from this group, is it has been good the running back position we haven't touched on that yet you bring in miles sanders he's got all the attention al and i were sitting here talking 
Chuba Hubbard. Listen, <laughs> he's listed at 6'1", 210. I don't know what you boys fed him in the offseason. There's no way he's 210 anymore. He's like 240. Yeah, no, he's he put on a lot of weight. Yeah. Chuba, Chuba's one of the hardest workers on the team. If you go by the office, you know, you could drop in, you know, after dinner and it's 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. Chuba's in there lifting. He's in there studying, taking care of his body. And he's he's over 210. He's yeah. I know he's well over 210 <laughs> He's going right to run in between those tackles. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's not, he's not like... When you see his body, he's put together. He's yes. strapped. Yeah. And uh, so you put him, Miles, and then Raheem Blackshear had a really nice mm-hmm. camp. He's got great hands, great quickness, great vision. We like our group back there in the backfield. You might want to get a little wing T action going on. Of course, we've <laughs> got to talk about another playmaker on the offensive side of the ball, DJ Chark already building some great chemistry with Bryce. What do you think he can bring to this team, especially coming off some injury-riddled seasons the past couple years? Right. So what we've seen so far is yep. a, a tall guy, but yep. you can see the long speed. This guy can take off, stretch the field vertically. It allows Adam to work underneath, LaVisca to work underneath. He's got big you know, time playmaking ability to him. And, uh you know, he's made play after play in camp, so we're, we're excited about that. Again, it needs to carry over. He needs to be consistent, stay healthy during the season, but so far, so good. All right, they forced me to talk about offense, but I'm going <laughs> to shift gears to defense because that's what I do. So let's talk my position, right. edge rusher. Of course, Brian Burns has been absolutely phenomenal. What does that competition opposite of Brian Burns look like so far in camp? Yeah, so right now, opposite Brian, you have Marquise Haynes, and then, you know, you know, uh, Barno, who's coming along. Um, and we're always looking to add, too. So we're going to keep our eye on the outside market, see what's there. Uh, but, you know, anyone opposite, you know, Brian is going to benefit because of what he brings to the defense, the threat that he brings. You have to know where Brian's at. I don't want to pay you too much of a compliment, but the culture that you have built here from the top down, I think, speaks for itself. You had a guy like Shaq willing to lose money to come right. back. You have a guy like Brian Burns to going through negotiations, could have sat out camp to go through that, but he wants to be here with his guys because right. of the culture. What is What have you done, and how, like, how do you build that? Uh, yeah, I think it really starts at the top with the Teppers, you know, what they've demanded from this and what their expectations are. And then from there, it comes down. It comes down through Coach Reich, myself, Dan Morgan, our entire personnel staff, and through the players. And I think, you know, right now it takes a lot to get everybody on the same page. But right now it, it, it's kind of cooking, and we're going in the right direction. And it's really exciting to see this because it, it feels – Right. You know, I've been around successful teams. Dan's been around successful teams. Frank's been around successful teams. And this feels right. And then when you look at also last year, we saw Frankie Louvu, kind of the unsung hero, maybe yeah. a guy that was maybe underrated. Who do you see being that guy for this defense this year? Boy, you know, it's always going to be Frankie uh, and Burns. Derek Brown has such an impact up front. You know, we need, we need Derek to play like Derek and play 17 games out of the year because when he is on, he can dominate the game. So, I think uh, having those guys and then Von Bell and Xavier mm, Woods on the right. back end and their ability to communicate with the corners. You know, JC's got to stay healthy. Dante's got to stay healthy. But when they're playing, it's one of the best combos in the backfield, but they got to stay on the field. And then out of the young guys, DJ Johnson, obviously, Jamie Robinson on the back yeah. end. The cornerback still, you know, getting healthy. What do you see from the young guys so far? It is tough coming into a training camp as a rookie. Right. Jamie Robinson's made a lot of plays, you know, for a fifth-round pick. We are you know, a little bit surprised he was there in the fifth round. He's not the biggest guy, but he is feisty. He's been making plays. He sees the ball. He jumps routes. He's quick, but he's not over-aggressive. He knows how to play with discipline. And so he's doing a hell of a job back there. Austin Corbett tore his ACL in the last game of the 2022 season. But when we come back, we'll get an injury update from the man himself. Charlotte Sports Live back in two.
Oh, good to see players back on the field in Wofford. Back together Saturday earlier today in the always beautiful and always hot Spartanburg, South Carolina. And while out at training camp, our own Will Kunkel got to talk with Austin Corbett as he works his way back onto the field after a late season injury put him on the sideline. All right, Austin Corbett, my man. Interesting offseason for you. Let's just start at the very beginning. You tear your ACL, final game of the season. <laughs> exactly. What goes through your head when that happens? Uh, just like, why? You know, just like, gosh dang it. Um, you know, I kind of had some buddies, you know, talking to some buddies. And I'm like, all right, boys, don't get hurt this offseason. We got some good golfing plans, good golfing trips. And sure as heck, here we are. So it's kind of just a lot of that. Like, come on. So just kind of no vacations at that point. I'm just like, all right. And, and it kind of settles into, okay, I'm going to have my own work, right? I got my own thing I'm doing every day. But it's not just my offseason, right? My wife, Madison, it's her time when I'm finally home to help with the kids. And now she's on full-time again. And so um, reality set in pretty quick. So I know you don't have a date when you're going to return, but the fans want to know when you're going to return. So what's the, the window? Like first quarter of the season, second half of the season? Where do we sit? I know it's yeah. still early. It, it is still as long as this process has been. It's still somehow too early to tell. Um, so hopefully, you know, you know, I want to get back as soon as I can. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's in that first quarter, first half. Um, just you know, do what they tell me, do what's best for them. And ultimately, i got to do what's best for myself, too, in my career, right? I don't want to rush back and do something that's going to jeopardize me down the road. And, um, but we, we have unbelievable staff here, um, from, our, from our doctors to trainers, all our interns, our strength staff. Uh, dietitian, it's been the most amazing time and, and just genuine people who, who want what's best for me and this organization. I know James Campen's still your position coach, but with Frank coming in and all the changes around, what have you noticed the most, especially on the sideline, because you get to kind of see mm -hmm. how they go about things now? Um, yeah, right, like definitely just from OTAs to now, just very different perspective I've never, I've never had before. They're kind of, you know, they'll ask me, like, hey, how'd it look today? Like, what the workload look like? How'd guys look? And it's like, I've never actually thought about it in these terms, right? And so kind of just being able to step back and look. And, um, you know, Frank has come in and just been unbelievable um, from in terms of just running day-to-day -day things to giving coaches freedom to be their best. And Because he was a player, he understands that Sundays are about the players. It's our day to go out and be who we are. And he's just doing nothing but just breeding that confidence uh, for us day-to-day -day and uh, allowing us just to be ourselves. Because when you're playing for you like that, uh, you're, you're going to get the best. All right, scary moment for Chandler Smith at the Henry 180 in Wisconsin. He loses his brakes, but he turned into the wall to slow himself down, and that prevented any harder or more dangerous impact. He climbed out of the car on his own power, so that's a good sign. We are glad he is okay. We will see if his heads-up thinking gets him a QC crown when we come back. All right, well, if you haven't listened to Charlotte Sports Live, the podcast yet, you are missing out. You can scan the code on your screen right there. All you have to do is tap the button that pops up and hit subscribe. Get all your Charlotte Sports Live news and chatter in the palm of your hand any day of the week. And for those listening, if you did tap that button, the tradition has been to describe what we are wearing for yes. those who cannot see this. Me and Mike actually matched tonight. Yes. Black the, and blue. One of the rare times you're not wearing anything. Blue, though, well, you're you? wearing blue. I got the blue. Okay. Well. Blue tie. We're both in black. Uh, we look sharp. We look stylish. And uh, 
you'll have to believe us if you're listening via podcast version. All right, but we do have a QC crown to hand out tonight. Mike, why don't you do the honors? Well, rather than just show it, why don't you hear it? Yeah, our crown going out to the man on the mend. Five days after suffering a cardiac arrest, Bronny James. Sounds like he's doing much better. Dad LeBron posted this video of him playing the piano with a caption that reads, a man of many talents. South Southern Cal commit was released from the hospital Thursday. He's still being monitored following that medical scare. He's considered one of the top prospects from this year's class. We couldn't see that he's doing better. Definitely a scare this past week. Yeah, glad that he's doing better and multi-talented. What, I mean, geez. What else can he do? People, they're so good at certain things. They're not just good at one thing. They're good at other things. Does me nuts. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it just drive you nuts? I know. I'm barely good at this. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. For Mike Lissette, I'm Grace Grill. We'll see you back here tomorrow night.